0: Hope FM, Faith-Filled Radio. Introducing my second guest on community now, uh, who's uh, Gareth Sherry. Gareth, of course, is no stranger to Hope FM. He's the Chief Executive Officer of YMCA, Bournemouth. Good morning, Gareth. Good morning. Well, Gareth, I say you're the Chief Executive Officer of Bournemouth, and indeed you are, but you wear a number of different... Hats. Yes. Uh, your is it? Is your title assistant pastor? Associate. Yes. Associate pastor at, uh, at BH1 Elam. Yeah. Uh, who, of course, regularly broadcasts. I have heard your voice uh, on the on the regular Sunday worship.
1: Oh, bless your heart.
0: <laughs> but anyway, YMCA. I mean, here we are, lockdown two, just mm. about just about to happen. How was it for you and for the YMCA? Because I know you're working with so many vulnerable people and many different. Yeah. Uh, Well, a broad range of work, you've got the leisure centre and so on. Mm. How how did it impact the work? How did you survive? The first time. First time, right. The first
1: time. Um, We we had a a number of financial challenges that came. um, With uh, locking down a leisure centre, you lose a certain amount of revenue and you've got to try and keep that running um, as best you can on a, a kind of keep the building going and look after the pool and all those things. There's certain costs you can't get rid of so and and of course the the busyness of of covid in all the other areas of operation the needs in the community went up not down the um vulnerabilities of the uh, people we looked after went up and not down and so the pressures on staff were tremendous so in terms of the organization we've had to do a lot of fundraising and if there's people out there that want to give we'll happily make use of that um we've had a lot of fundraising but we've managed to weather most of the the financial storm so far but there is another lockdown coming um, the stress on staff and the stress on the people we look after is my biggest concern. Mm. Of course, I mean, obviously, you're, you're working with some of the most vulnerable people in yes. society.
0: Probably not people who necessarily would have a lot of s- self-discipline. Yes, has it been Absolutely. really, really difficult for yes. for you and your team yes. to maintain? Well, to do
1: all that needs to be done. Yes, um, the the levels of anxiety, mental health, um, s- certainly escalated dramatically during the the early phases of lockdown and how that led into a deterioration in um their um their ability to control themselves and the an increase in their vulnerabilities. And we've seen a, a an awful lot of of difficulty and, and things to manage. And my staff have, have bear most of the brunt of that within the housing and the children's work that we do. Um, You know, headline figures. We we saw at least a 200 percent rise in the amount of domestic violence going on in the community. Mm -hmm. Um, The amount of chaotic mental health combined with forms of, of substance misuse certainly escalated dramatically during the early lockdown and the risk taking behavior. Um, which a lot of um, people who have some vulnerabilities certainly went up significantly as well. So people who wouldn't normally be able to access their usual routes of coping mechanisms of substances Mm -hmm. were then trying other things that their bodies or minds were not used to or they were not experienced with with using, and that led to all sorts of difficulties as well. So we've we've had some very sad stories, um, some very difficult circumstances, very tough things for my staff to manage. And uh, yeah, it's been it's one 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 heck of a difficult road the last six months.
0: And I suppose, really, if you stepped out of the YMC saying you looked at the broader community. Mm. I mean, the rise in cases of mental health, and, mm. and I guess people who are vulnerable. And I said it must be incredibly difficult yes. for them, particularly if if
1: their support network is maybe quite weak. Yes. So we've um, we've got a, a counselling service that we started actually about this time. Um, a few years ago, we, we became a professional counselling service and registered um, with all the bits and pieces you need to register with. And um, during COVID, the demand on that went up 300%. Hmm. Did you have to furlough a number of staff? So we, we furloughed as 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 few as we could um because we didn't want to damage the service operations um so we've continued all of our frontline service operations and so those we furloughed have been the the vast majority have been within the leisure industry because with the closure of the leisure center you don't need swim teachers you don't need the gym staff you don't need the 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 crew to manage a leisure Mm -hmm. center so sadly we've 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 had to downscale that team a little bit, but we've tried to preserve as many jobs as possible because we're a people organization. We exist for the benefit of the community.
0: Now, of course, you you wear a medical hat very much, so you're mm-hmm. a, we're an oncologist. Guess you still yes. are, <laughs> yeah, somewhere down <laughs> you the line. Still yeah. practice uh, many, many different views about about this virus uh, and, yep. and so on. What, what's what's your own view uh, in terms of of um, of hard being to try and bring the whole thing under control. Well, it's a very real virus.
1: Um it's certainly worse when than do a
0: some s- people think it's a good job. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: certainly worse than a seasonal flu. Um, and because it's new to the the human experience, um it's it's not like a bad flu because it's a new virus. So um So we're learning, so we're, we're, learning. We're, we're learning on the job. Um it certainly causes far more complex difficulties for the human body than the traditional flu virus does and so some people will experience flu-like symptoms and then then it goes but there are significant complications that come with this virus which result in hospitalization and death and and there's no getting away from it it's not under control Um, we would like it to be under control the only way that we have because we don't we don't have cures we don't have vaccine yet Um, The only way we have to control this virus is by stopping people meeting each other and passing it on to the next person. And so um, my view is that, you know, they're they're doing their best. Of course, in retrospect, there's always things you can do better. They've got to balance the demands of reducing contact with people at the same time as the demands of, of not crashing the economy. And they're left with a very difficult choices in in the middle of that because there's the long-term harm to health of, of a crashed economy. And then there's the short-term harm to health, which is if you overload the NHS, you end up with people being who lives and who dies choices that go on within, within hospital environments. Overall, I, I don't envy the politicians, and I think we should all do our best to just, you know. To contribute to the effort by, which is obeying the rules. Which
0: probably the majority of people yeah. have, have been doing, you know, and but but there will always be those people, you know, who for different reasons either don't believe that it that even the virus exists mm. or find that difficult. But but also there's other folk who I just have I suppose fed up with it. Yeah,
1: I yeah. I, I, I hate this virus already. Mm. I'm having to make some very difficult decisions and this virus is forcing me to make those. Mm. And um yeah I, I have no love for this virus. Does anybody? <laughs> You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk.
0: Yes, I'm my very special guest, Gareth Sherwood, this morning. Uh, Gareth, CEO of the YMCA, Associate Pastor and BH1 Elam, and a medical doctor as well, specializing in oncology. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a difficult question. Uh, where does God feature in in all of this? Do you you think that God has sent this virus to teach us all a lesson?
1: <laughs> um, no, uh, <laughs> I I don't think God is the author of evil, and I think that's the, the the simplest front end. But I I I have questions in these times. I mean, I've dealt with many different painful circumstances, um, nothing like this before. But um, I, I often am left with a why, you know, why this, why that. I mean, a lot of us are, aren't we? Yeah. It, it's, and I guess that coming out with tried answers isn't going to help anybody, no. is it? No, and, and of course, sometimes there is no way that we will ever discover in our lifetimes. So I, I, I do think I've got I've got a kind of a suitcase of of why, why, why's that I will bring to eternity. And I and, know and God in his patience is likely just to smile at me and it'll all be obvious when I get there. But in this point in time, I'm left with questions. But who isn't? You know, but at the same time, you know, one of the reasons that I've, I've held on to my Christian faith through some of the suffering I've seen and, and through these difficult times is that we, as, as Christians, we believe in a God who's present. And we believe in a God who got off his bottom, got down from from his eternal throne and actually suffered and died with us and for us to bring us new life. And a a God who is not distanced from pain, but a God who's present in the midst of pain. And so it was no mistake when Jesus called the spirit of God the comforter. And that, for me, is one of the reasons why I hold on to my faith, because I have a God who is near, not far I have God who walks with us in the midst of pain And feels pain himself
0: But it's true that isn't it when Anybody who's gone through i mean, Not just the coronavirus challenges But anybody who's gone through really difficult and challenging mm. times uh, uh, Will often say how much God has drawn close to them You know the mm. peace that passes all understanding You know in, in the scriptures and, and so on But I guess that, that, that people have got to be in the, the dark place If mm. you like almost to discover that Yes, yes I mean the other thing is that of course why she very quickly said no God has not sent this Uh, obviously God allows things uh, to happen we live in a country that some people would say this is it's post Christian here we were sending out missionaries all around the world, where I come from in, in Ireland, probably more than any other hmm. little nation, little country. But, of course, now in those, some of those other countries, they're seeing tremendous growth in terms of faith in China yeah. and so on. Yeah. on. Um, the Growth that we're not seeing here in the United Kingdom. Do you think that, 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 that if nothing else, uh, at least we're beginning to turn our attention to the fact that we need God, that our self-sufficiency either as individuals or or even as a nation, it's just simply not enough.
1: I think, yeah, I think think, um, if you go through the last 200 years of our history as the United Kingdom, you'll see um, a kind of a population or a culture that has gone on a journey of believing that it can build a utopia for itself without the God. And so the modernist thinking, the rise of, of human power, the, the rise of the human capacity to build a better world, and, and all of that you know, thinking, some of it has borne great fruit. So let's not get away from the fact that there's some great good that came out of it. But the, the, the kind of the idea that, that we can live our lives without God and can have a better world without God and that um, somehow because of human ingenuity, everything is going to be okay – it's, it's times like these that remind us of the frailty of the human condition as a culture, not just as individuals. And and that will have, for me, a, a profound effect on the, the need for one another, the need for neighborliness and looking after our fellow man. Um, but also the need for something that's bigger than the government, that's bigger than... "Quote unquote human ingenuity or science, which is that this, the two are the same. Science is not this grand god in the sky. It, it's human ingenuity, that actually something that's bigger than ourselves that can hold us and and um, be with us in these times. And so people are looking for hope. People are looking for uh, prayer. People are looking for something beyond themselves. I believe again."
0: Hope FM, Faith-Filled Radio. Oh, fair. uh, Gareth and I were just talking really about uh, about the wonderful, amazing message of of what is commonly called the Gospel of Grace. Mm, mm. So
1: how would you explain it? Why is it such brilliant news, Gareth? I think um, the Gospel of Grace is such wonderful news because it carries with it the message that, that God loves us, that God is with us, that God will provide for us and god has promised a hope and a future and although you have small disappointments and, and in the grand scheme of the history of humanity this whole season of covid is a small disappointment grand in its effect but small as a disappointment with the grand hope of a life and an eternity and a destiny and a future that cannot be taken away from us. And I think one of the most remarkable things for me about the gospel of Jesus Christ is you don't have to wait till you die to know you've got an eternity. And you don't have to wait until you die until you find out what you hoped for. That because of Jesus in his life, in his message, in his presence and in his promise, you can have the hope of eternity, which is sure, as much as the sun rose this morning is sure, right now, you don't have to wait until you die to find out if you get it.
0: Meat on your plate while you wait, not pie in the sky when That's you me. die. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely <laughs> right. I mean, here we are on the verge if, if uh, Parliament go with, uh, as they're expected to do with confirming the lockdown from mm. tomorrow night. Of course, you and I know, and you've already expressed it at the beginning of the program, that for many people, this will be a time of, uh, of difficulty, mm. you know, for all sorts of different reasons. <laughs> um, but but here we are as Christians, and we want to bring hope right in the middle of that darkness, you know. And mm. uh, how do you think that we can best help each other, you know, to, to not so much concentrate on all those negative news bulletins, whether they're coming out of the States at the moment. Because mm-hmm. it, it just seems to me that every time you, you, you switch on the television or the radio or whatever, um, a lot of the news is bad and dark and depressing. So if you were a person who had a propensity to or, or you, know, you, were, you were already in a low mood, it's not going to help you. But that and, and obviously the lonely and the vulnerable and, and the ill... But actually, right in the middle of, of all of these challenges, how, how
1: can we best bring hope? You're doing it at the YMCA. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's hope um, that is brought by presence, and so for the Christian, there's hope by brought which is brought by the presence of God in moments. So we, when you sit, when you get up in the morning, and you look and you see the beautiful sunrise, and you see that the sky is blue and the grass is green, you know, you, there, there's something that reminds us of the, the kind of the ongoingness of life and that presence of God in, in, the, in the ongoingness and the provision of nature and, and life that we're in. But there's also the presence that comes through you and I and the people around us that care for us. And so, it, like the Bible says, it's not good for people to be alone. And it genuinely that's utterly true. And so the presence of being there for our neighbors, having people that call, uh, being the person that calls— Um, and rings up and, and talks to a friend these video calls now where we can be present in the room together even though we're not and all of those things these are these are things that bring hope in the warmth of presence and then for christians there's um hope in the warmth of the promise and the warmth of the promise is that these days will come to an end as the queen said in her early speech we will meet again you know, the, the, these these days will come to a close and there will be a brighter future and there will be be days ahead where there will be joy and laughter and together and the party and the days when we don't have to wear the mask again. And we look forward to these times because they are sure and certain that those days will come. So there's the, the promise that comes of the future. And then there's the provision in the now and, and God says to us, you know, I, I will never let you go. I will never let you down. You know, I, I will give you what you need and just ask for it. And so for us, we... we in these times there's things we lose we 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 lose the hope of the flat screen tv we we lose the hope of well i was really looking forward to a filet mignon now i'm down to you know a a a cheap discount version of of whatever dinner we've got we've got those times and it's important that we provide for the vulnerable in those times so there's things we lose but those things we find out we never really needed in the first place for the joy that we thought we had and so there's, but the, then comes the provision of we, we still have the people around us. We still have a roof over our heads, however short or, or near that may be. And if we lose that roof, there will be another that's provided because the provision will never be taken away. So long as we don't close the doors and become selfish and just protect what we have. And so long as we learn to live together in a wider community and support one another, we will continue to have what we need. And that reminder will bring us closer together. At the same time as giving us hope in the right now that we will get what we need. For more inspirational interviews, podcasts and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen
0: again.